0: Hi, welcome to Make a Difference Monday here at the Pearl House, where we encourage you to make a difference in yourself, in others, and in the world. I'm Courtney Bullard, the co-founder and executive director for the Pearl House. Today, we are joined with Courtney Garland and Steve Bullard, two of the founders of the Pearl House, and I'm so excited, so let's get started. So, I am beyond thrilled to have Courtney Garland, Steve Bullard here, the three founders of the Pearl House, all in the same Zoom room together. It doesn't happen very often. Courtney, Steve, how are y'all doing today?
1: We're good. Good, good, good. Do you know it's been almost eight years since the Pearl House got started?
2: Wow. I mean, it just seems like yesterday when I just remember so clearly standing in a parking lot and meeting you, Steve, and it's hard to believe it's been that long.
1: Yeah. Memphis, Tennessee. Wow. Yeah. So tell us, tell the story. How did this happen?
0: Man? Well, I think it's important. That everyone knows that I, this was none of our idea, <laughs> our ideas, uh, that it's been God's idea from the very beginning. And we continue to see his work through and in the Pearl house. So in 2011 uh, I went, uh, well, actually 2011 is when God gave the assignment to start the Pearl house. And then in 2012 is when I went on a vision trip to Ghana and visited several orphanages, try to figure out what this would look like. How would we do, um, how would we make this work? The Pearl house. And so I came back, um, it was a Friday that I got back and I told Steve about the trip and, I don't know if you remember, like you were very, very excited and I was not, I was very overwhelmed and frustrated. And, um, I knew we needed someone on the ground, um, and able to make it work. And I mean, I, I, and I prayed that I I really didn't think it was supposed to be me, even though I told God like my yes is on the table, but I knew that's what needed to happen. And so that was on a Friday and two days later, I it's two days later, yeah, Steve, you left and went to Memphis on a mission trip. And, um, and then you should take it from here. Yeah. That's
1: where, it's where God led me to a, a, a divine parking lot. But I remember my exact words were when you got off the plane were how to go and your exact words are, I don't want to talk about it. So <laughs> off I go to true. Memphis and we, I think it was that Monday or Tuesday following, or just, you know, right after she got back, we, mm-hmm. we were at this, um, took our students to this place where we did it after school, like tutoring, for refugee kids, many of them from Africa. And, and uh, so I was talking to the the guy who ran it there and Courtney Garland walks up. I never met her before. And she volunteers there on a weekly basis. And I didn't know yet why, but the, the man who ran the place, Jules, is his name said, uh, you know, he, this, this lady goes to Ghana, you go to Ghana, you guys should talk. And he walked away. And so he introduced us and we started talking and, Courtney was telling me how I many she'd been to, how many times she'd been to Ghana and with her youth group, and we'd kind of done similar trips. She'd been there actually several times more than I had, and and really had a heart for Ghana. and And I I started to tell her um, what we were thinking, but before I could say that, she said, "You know, I would love to just." move there but I don't want to do kind of what I've been doing over there I would want to run a home for teenage girls and I was like wow that's what I was about to tell her so I said you need to talk to my wife and so Courtney you can take it from here because this is your story from this point <laughs>
2: yeah I remember you were like now what's your name again and I was like Courtney and you're like oh, all right okay so we're gonna call my wife Courtney and uh and so we called and and Courtney was busy with kids in bedtime or something at that point. But we uh, we we found time over the next week or two, and Courtney and I talked for hours one day, and um, and just realized that our hearts and our passion and our vision and even our theology was pretty similar, and uh, and that we just I just remember very clearly thinking this is it, like this is what's happening. I'd been praying since 2009, like for three years, I'd been, I'd gone to Zambia, I'd gone to Liberia, you know, I've I'd, I'd been trying and looking and had finally settled down into just volunteering at this place to try to be faithful to what I was feeling. And, and it was just uh, pretty incredible to see how God put us all together. So from there, we started planning, I think in August, I, I came to Tulsa and We spent the weekend writing our mission statement and realizing that we could be friends and that we could work together. And, uh, it was May of 2013 when I got on a plane. So just 14 months after we met, um, we were, we were rolling to Africa and,
0: uh, wow. Incredible. So what would you say our biggest challenge has been,
2: uh, how long is this podcast (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <Right>?
2: <laughs> it's just been it's changed um over the course of time I, I think our challenges have changed as time has gone on but like I think learning to navigate the culture and just even figuring out how to I don't know how to buy groceries like all of those things it just took us some time to figure out how to do those and Um, And then discerning what our values were, you know, you don't really understand what your values are until someone pushes against them. And so I think it took us some time to figure out who we really are and what we really want to be about and what we're not about. Um, And then, you know, just developing policies and this is how we're going to do things. And, and it just, it just took us some time. It took about five years for us to figure all these things out um, before we really had that solid foundation and, um to me that was the biggest challenge was just finding our place
0: in this new culture good so steve maybe you want to share maybe something that no one told us
1: i think half of our book that we could write someday could just be about like things that no one told us and we (laughs) people told us a lot of things i mean it's i'm not blaming people uh, we We learned a lot from a lot of people and called a lot of people and found out a lot of stuff but there were some things that i i just don't think you can possibly know if you're doing something that's unique until you find it out yourself but a lot of things that you just said courtney were were certainly a lot of those things were things we didn't know no one told us i mean we didn 't know we need policies for certain things or whatever till we got in the middle of it but one thing got a more of a i think a more light and um heartwarming note I think something no one told us was just how we we knew a lot of people were for us and a lot of people were cheering us on and supporting us and people gave money to the to the idea they weren't giving it to the Pearl House because there wasn't a Pearl House we just had an idea for the Pearl House and people gave to it and that was neat but one thing I didn't really realize was just how important it was going to be to donors and how the Pearl House became their organization you know I think I remember the first time I think we were, I don't know if we were at a dinner or just a meeting or someone introduced to someone and they and they they would say like, you know, the Pearl House is, you know, our our organization. And they talk about it in like kind of that first person of like, this is this is my heart. This is these are my my pearls. This is this is my thing in Ghana. And I remember that was really cool to hear people who sponsor kids, whether here in Oklahoma or in another state, uh, just how how it became their thing, and I don't I don't know that I anticipated that. I, I anticipated people supporting us and being for it, but I don't think I I understood how people would take ownership of it. And I think that's been the coolest thing.
0: Hmm. I think what's made my heart. like makes my heart so happy is when you are talking to someone and they do reference that where they say, "Well, what are we gonna do?" or how are our pearls doing? Like you said, or let's, and, and they realize they are um, as much a part of the story as we are and that they, you know, they are the Pearl house story. And so that makes me so happy because I'm like, yes, like they've caught the vision. They're part of it. They understand how important they are. So that's so good. I love that. And and
1: even when there's problems, because sometimes it's my Pearl house, but it's your problem. But it's, it, it's, we have people that are taking ownership of everything, you know, even when, there's, when we're looking for solutions and ways to figure stuff out. I mean, we have so many people who are just right there. because This is their thing. And I think that's really cool. That's awesome. I love it. So we've done this from the ground up. We've learned a lot. Someone asked you a question. You've been asking us questions. What, would, what, what have you loved most about dreaming this from the ground up?
0: Ooh, um, I would have to say, you know, we have met the most amazing people through the Pearl house and people that I would never have the opportunity of meeting that are in other States, um, other country. Um, it's just been amazing to see how God truly has brought people together through the Pearl house. So I think that would be my biggest thing Is just, I've gotten to meet the most amazing people, built the most incredible friendships, um, and also, I have learned to fully trust God, um, more than I have ever my whole life. And so, um, and that's good. It's a good thing to be there, but, um, that would, those would be my two things that I would say, what about you all? What would you say?
2: I just think it's really cool to be part of something that's bigger than yourself. Um, like, and I don't think any of us dreamed that it would get as big as it is right now. I think I would have said no in the beginning if I knew, probably, but just like, just knowing that God is at work and doing something and he's invited us to be part of it. It's just, it's just cool to be part of something that, you know, you can't pull off on your own, but you have to let God do it. And then just to know that every day what we're doing matters, like we have changed the lives of 48 girls forever. And, and more than that, I hope through our employees and um, our career center girls and everything else, um, like the kingdom of heaven looks different. So I would say that's pretty rewarding. <laughs> I, I would say that's worth any challenge that comes along with
1: it. Yeah, I'm just shocked it's still standing. So that just shows my lack of faith because I just,
2: <laughs> just. Me too. <laughs>
1: but Me clearly. Too. Clearly, and God is in this, and carrying it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh goodness. Well, okay. So here's another question. I don't know who wants to take this, but what advice would you give someone thinking of starting something from the ground up? Run away. <laughs> okay. Next question. Yeah. Right. Well, a good
1: one.
0: <laughs> I think how I would answer that question is um, I would. Ask as many people as you know, as many people as possible. What, how did they get started? What did they learn from it? What were their mistakes? Who do they know that maybe is doing what you're wanting to start? Um, I just think you can learn so much from others, from their mistakes, from um their victories, all the things. And so that would be my thing. And that's what we've I've seen that with the Pearl House of just asking, just being a sponge, soaking up knowledge from others. Um, that's that would be my response.
2: Yeah. I think you got to pray and just follow where God leads. Like a lot of times we haven't known the big picture, but we've just tried to be faithful and take the next step. And that's all that we knew. And so I think, you know, just take it a step at a time and just be sure you're obedient and faithful as, as much as you're able to and trust God's grace to, to match the rest. But I I just think we have to stay in as well.
1: Yeah. I 100% agree with that. I think following God, trusting God, having faith is almost almost 100% of it. But you do also have to follow rules and follow laws and things too. So I wouldn't neglect that. So I would add to that: surround yourself with a really good board of directors, advisory board, whatever you're whatever you're doing. Get get the right people around you that understand things like policies and bylaws and accounting and finances and maybe have some experience in the field you're going into or the country you're working in anything anything you can do to surround yourself with the right people I think will at least sort of mitigate some mistakes or some some wrong turns you might make in the future so I think that's important too and in in addition to faith also also have some good good practical people around you
2: yes yes
1: so we started this thing um well from a vision standpoint you guys both really had the vision 10 years ago so if any of our viewers like to make us cakes it's a 10-year anniversary for that
0: a vision Um, cake a 10-year vision cake
1: but to keep going because i like cake but to keep going and to keep dreaming and keep building, it takes a lot of perseverance. And I think that people in our positions and and possibly where you are, if you're watching this today, you can definitely face burnout. And so, um, Courtney Garland, have you ever, fa- I'll ask you this since you're in Ghana and really very day-to-day there, have you faced burnout? How'd you, how'd you get through it?
2: Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um there's uh, it's like a cycle. I feel like, and I feel like that's very common for mission work, but I feel like it can be common for anyone in any job. Um, you may have noticed that my house has a lot of noise, um, because there's a lot of people in it and, and sometimes, you know, that and many other things can lead to burnout. Um, I, the thing that has helped me the most is just resourcing myself. Just finding resources when I am just beyond myself, when I don't know what to do, when I don't think I have anything else to pull from. I try to refill the tank, and so that's been signing up for for additional like degrees at school. It's been finding resource people. It's been taking Bible classes. Just kind of whatever it takes to have something coming into me because there's so much coming out of me um so to me what has helped me with burnout is just one recognizing it and two finding resources to kind of help me dig out of that hole
0: that's so good well thank you Courtney Garland Steve Bullard for joining us today for this Make a Difference Monday I hope everyone listening and watching is inspired today and let's all go and make a difference Thank you for listening to Make a Difference Monday. If you would like to learn more about how you can make a difference, visit thepearlhouse.org.